0: All right, so by way of review, last week we talked about, you know how you leave your door and its wallet, glasses, keys, phone, you know you have those things, but you don't always know if you have them with you, so you have to check yourself before you leave your door, because your day doesn't make sense without your phone, so you can't connect and communicate, your your day doesn't make sense without your keys, because you can't even have access to the things that you have. Your day doesn't make sense without your wallet. You don't have your proper identification or currency to do transactions. Well, it's the same thing. You know you have grace, mercy, and peace, but you don't know if you have them with you unless you check yourself. Okay, we talked about that. Before you walk through that door, you're checking: Do I have grace in place? Do I have mercy? Do I am I entering this room with peace? Because guess what, life here body life it doesn't make sense without grace mercy and peace did anybody check themselves at the door before you walked in this morning anyone remember that the other thing that we talked about was that you grace be unto you that's a plural word in your king james bible so what that tells us is we need each other and you're like i don't need you best well yes you do here's why you need me ready you need me because you need someone to show grace to. You need someone to, to be merciful to. You need someone to be at peace with, and I qualify because I need your grace. So I need This mercy. was the, the callback. And just you're going to have to die to self, from so the we can. Age on the twenty sixth. You don't have a target for your grace, for your peace, and for your, I mean, and okay. for your mercy so, unless you have a group. But again, people. this is the part where I'm trying then you can to show find grace, my- mercy. In, with whom you can be at peace. No Make hey, you've got you peace. makes sense. God want. loves it when His kids get along,
1: just Every, like we love you when our kids and get then along. You that okay, you okay. that's review. We, you we can check address. that out
0: on, on the, the message from last week if you want. This week we're in Second John, verse four, and here's what we read in Second John verse four: oh, "I love greatly that I found of thy children is. walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Lord." Okay, so. Everybody wants to do well. I mean, everybody wants to do well. That's, that's not the question. The question is, how do we do well? And then if I find out how to do well, the next question is, am I up to it? Like, Am I gonna be able to pull that off? I'm sure there's a pathway to greatness. I just don't know if I'm gonna be able to, to walk that path, okay. Well, we can do well in the Christian life. And, and the, the thing is, sometimes we get confused. Doing well in the Christian life is not a comparative you know, performance. You're not climbing the church corporate ladder kind of a thing, right? It's not, you know, if I do better than Gail, then I'm doing well. If Aaron's doing better than Dempsey, it's not like that. We're not comparing ourselves amongst ourselves. The the way to do well is to walk in truth. How do we walk in truth? That's what we're talking about this morning. And and um, I had a I had a a pastor send me a note and he said, Hey, listen, we've got some some money that's been given for Japan. Do you know someone in Japan? Do you do you give because so you want me to go back and read the notes okay, so is there a know and trust and work with in Japan I said, well, I I know someone I can talk to. We have someone. Her name is Miyoko. Anyone here know Miyoko? Miyoko is one of our foreign exchange students who came and spent time here. She learned a ministry philosophy that goes like this. The church is not a building. The church is not a service. The church is a group of people assembled in God's name out of the world to fulfill the mission that God gave. We have a job to do. It's not just about showing up once a week. And guess what Miyoko's done? Right. She's gone back to Japan, and guess what she's doing? Evangelizing. Bible studies. She's doing discipleship. She's taking the things that she learned the church is supposed to be doing, and she's actually doing them. Okay, That's that's a cool thing. So I'm talking with Miyoko about, do you have somewhere that we can give these funds? You guys know Jeanette Bashage? Who knows Jeanette? Christine mentioned this Nairobi trip. You know why we're going to Nairobi? It's because Jeanette came and she learned that we actually do have a Bible. We have the word of God. And if you can open up this Bible with people and do evangelism and Bible study and discipleship, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So she learned that here. She went back home to Nairobi and guess what she's doing? She's doing what she learned the church is supposed to be doing. And we're going to Nairobi because there's like 20 or 30 people in her Bible studies. And we, it went like this, Hey, did you hear what's going on in Nairobi? Jeanette is evangelizing and she's praying and she's doing Bible studies and she's discipling and there's fruit there now. I think we're supposed to go there and plant a church because this is our fruit. Make sense? Okay, part of walking in truth is walking according to what you know you are supposed to be doing. If I know I'm supposed to be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven me, if I know I'm supposed to be kind, but I'm unkind in the way I interact with people, am I walking in truth? No, because I'm not walking according to what I know I'm supposed to be doing. If I know the mission of the church is to make disciples, and I'm as a pastor, I'm not making disciples in some way, I'm not saying I have to be. But if I'm not part of discipleship, am I walking in truth? No, why not? Because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so listen, just like it's like, hey, did you hear what Jeanette's doing in Nairobi, Kenya? That's what John says here in this passage. Look at it again. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth. Look, I came and I was watching your kids. And guess what? I saw them walking in truth, and that gave me such joy. And this is our first point here is, I rejoiced greatly. Okay, so Romans 12, 1, 11 and 12, Paul is talking to the church at Rome. He says, for I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that ye may be established. Okay, I got a customer who's really humping a I want yes, to okay. give you 20 a 20 gift 20 that 20 is verse 12, 20 12 20 that I made together with you by the mutual faith uh, of both you an and I. It. An, an, an so, so so iPad that's over two back, years old. Not, he was no, sold no, back, no, back, no, back in March about the no, no, about two bill cycle. the wrong way. On the 26th of oh goodness, April, you got all the credit he need. The point of Romans 12 is that we have a mutual faith. Never call them. And send the resisting other god in the right direction keep going and I'm going the same why right would the there. same agent we have a mutual you faith when you okay. that means 20th, you and I listen we have this same of April, 22nd of we're April. part of the same so just family of god, and we're just going and, and we should rejoice when our brothers and sisters in Christ are walking in truth when I see you get baptized, Medium. oh my goodness, that brings me such joy. When I hear Extreme. that you received Christ and said and yes what to is it? me, when huh? I hear you are learning the Bible, the and when I hear about our Bible 17. studies, it, it gives me great joy. Why? Because I see you fulfilling the mission that God has called you to, saying yes to him. Okay, if that's right. true, then, then we also should cause our brothers One and moment. sisters in Christ uh, we'll to rejoice. By walking in truth. Let me you. Okay, so we need to recognize we have an accountability and a responsibility to each other. If you see me walk in truth, sir, you rejoice. sir, thanks for holding. The guy. that people at your table. they move forward in their faith, if and they're they walking said, well, we in truth, this should cause us to rejoice. Amen. I, I talked to the supervisor, and they said that we can meet at fifty. Proverbs twenty three twenty four says, the father of the righteous shall okay. greatly rejoice. Right. Go to the next one there. We'll get that set up for you. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. Okay, we should cause God to rejoice by walking in truth. If we can live out the righteousness that we have in Christ, mm. guess what that's going to do for our spiritual father? It's going to bring him joy. Luke 15.10 says, likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. The angels rejoice in heaven when a sinner repents. Think about that. When was the last time one of your decisions caused heaven to rejoice? Man, you walk into the angelic conference room and there's a party going on. Like, what's going on in here? Well, Dempsey repented, and it's party time. You know what I'm saying? Like you go into the uh, thing at work, uh, and there's a party. It's like, oh, is it someone I understand that. I No, it's Dempsey. I, I can think of something. You got right with Lord, the Lord, and it caused a party in heaven. <laughs> Good <laughs> work, Dempsey. Praise <laughs> the Lord, <laughs> Lord. They've already thought about what they're going to do. So. All right, so key point number one. Here we go. Are you ready? Like it or uh, not, and yeah, okay, no, I'm no, speaking no. for you. Okay. like it or not, yeah. I yeah. am a part of the church, right. and how right. and I, I walk, and I, how I live my life, life is, that is, I tell people. It. Is the police you department? are say, part is, of something bigger so than much, yourself, and they're trying to. Get well, Don't you know God has so now they've got a list that? of crimes? He says, you You're, you're part of the family of God. Hey, you're a son so of you God. Can say, you're part of the, the part of the family. And because and family they've already members, how they act affect, affect the rest of the, of the family. Too, Amen. To work on current stuff. And I'm, I'm like, going, if you have siblings and a family. You're going to make me feel good that I'm God says, Hey, the church is like a building and you're the stones in the building. You can't just pull us <laughs> the they have affect the building to uh, function. Uh, we're going to give these guys more work to do. Wait a minute. I can't even get through my first 700 stone. Go okay. ahead. Add numbers. So I don't you're care. You're a body <laughs> so and reach, you're a member. I'm not going to my 700 body. goals. So you can't much. just miss part of the body and it doesn't matter. So, you, you know, we have an accountability and a responsibility to each other. We don't like that as Americans. We don't like then, that because we're fiercely independent. Just, you know, it's like, don't tell you know, me what to do. I'll do whatever I want. I'm stuff. not telling you what to do. What I'm telling you is what God said and that how you live your life mm. affects me and how I live my life affects you. And we can't pretend it's not the same. Right. I wish gravity wasn't in place and I could just fly, but that's actually not the case. I would be oh, foolish to man. go try to fly. I tried that when I was a kid. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know if I believe strong enough and just give myself lay myself out i know i could fly because that's what walt disney said and didn't work didn't work at all all right the verse says i rejoice greatly that i found and, and this is we're just breaking down the verse into sections this next part number two is that i found okay john the apostle he observed these kids Okay, yeah. and how they were I walking, like they, they, they got old. found, and this is just a couple points here quickly, what we do and say will eventually be found mm-hmm. out, like you will be found, mm-hmm. how you're living and what you're doing, it will mm-hmm. be discovered, not by the Apostle John, but by the Lord Jesus Christ, now, mm-hmm. if we're accountable for our actions, which, which we are, okay, yeah. Then how we live, you can plan for that. Oh, if okay, you can you know, prepare. Sometimes, sometimes you know. I would come home, yeah. and, and I still do so this. Much. It's not quite as big a deal to the boys as it used to be. But I would come home, and and wow. I would, my boys would be hmm. mowing the yard, or they would be doing something yeah. good like that. I'd just be like, whoa. I came home and I caught you guys. That's just, um, and you know, they would just beam with that. The praise from their father, they got caught doing good. And I think there's something in us like that. That we want to be caught doing something good. Okay, well, listen, we can. And that's really the main point about this message. Mm. You're in first John, right? Look back at first at John sorry, yeah, 2 John. Look back at first John. Long 2, I mean that long. Verse 28. Uh, 12, 12, 13, we just sit there. And now, wow. little children, that's talking to us. Abide in him mm. that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed mm. before him at his coming. Hey, let's get caught mowing the yard. I think dad's coming back soon. And, and then let's get caught. We'll do a really good job too. Like we'll edge and trim and pull the weeds and mm-hmm. like let's get caught doing well. That's what I'm talking about is we can know that we're doing well or not. Okay, so key point so just be active, be on. fatalistic. Just a note that we are about ready to everything. Okay, does that make sense? See, Andrew's message this morning was really yeah, my right message
1: now, this
0: morning. But, our, like, yes, yeah, So we're going to be looking about nine. how to do this through right. the rest 30th, of the message this morning. there, but there, there is no this temptation, and it comes from our culture, and it comes that. from the fact that religion maybe the, is just so fuzzy um, all the time. No, well, like. It's like, wow. hey, ask the average Christian of the gotten, uh, today. Tell me yeah, about easy, Judgment right? Day for you. What is it going to be like? And they'll start with these two words. I hope. Well, I hope. And they're just hoping. They're fatalistic about it. Or they're going to say, well, I hope my good works outweigh my bad works, in which case they don't even understand the very essence of salvation, right? We don't have to be fatalistic about it. We can be certain about it. Okay, well, let's keep doing this. Let's keep looking. So, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children. Okay, so that's our next little phrase here, of thy children. So, some of the children were walking in truth. Hey, elect lady, yeah, I, I love all your kids too. Okay. I, have I was watching in. your just kids and how they live their lives. You know, some of them. Just so you don't lose out I, I observed of that of your children, there were some that walked in truth. That means that some of them weren't walking okay. in truth. Okay, well, well what, what does this have to do with anything? Okay, so first of all, right. there's no book of Orpah. Right, right, right. Okay? Who knows who Orpa is? Alright, tell after this. Christine, who's Orpa? Orpah is the call, daughter-in-law of Naomi. You want to go hey. look at you wanna wait. Huh? Hmm. Uh, Orpah Orpa was the wishy washy daughter-in-law of Naomi that okay. Andrew was talking about this okay. morning. Okay. 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 So what I've done you know what is orbited, I, I put you, you, agree to- Turned the, back. The name the, uh, Orpa actually means, it's like the back of the neck I, of the episode. This offer will not So the it's like we would say a white tail. Of the $600 because off. Because the whitetail turns around and it flags and a flag, it's whitetail. For five as an alarm days, so I would call back in five here. five to seven days like, hey, a to make sure you still away. have that offer. we call time. it a whitetail here. They call it an Orpa. That's just that's a lock in. And I don't know if there's eye. a coloration, yeah. a white coloration, or something, or anything like that. But it's basically the back. Okay. I will, I will, like, okay, here's what. Here's here's me. You see me walking away. There's no book of Orpah in scripture. It's the book of what? Oh, there is a book of Ruth, and it's an awesome story. Okay, so the point I'm making is that some of the children are walking in truth and some weren't it was the children that are walking in truth that john talks about it's ruth that gets named Ruth. like well what about the others okay well what about them what about orpah i don't know what about her well you know Don't they matter? Doesn't God love? Of course God loves them. Of course they matter to God. They are loved. And if they're in the church, they're loved, redeemed, children of God. But they're not teachable. They're not obedient. They're not holy. They're not sanctified. They're not useful to God in any way whatsoever. We certainly can't let them reproduce themselves, can we? That's just a cancer cell in the body. So what about him? I don't know. I'm sure. Andrew. Right. And then, gave some yeah, I'll get that on up when we should be good should have 50. Jewish history says and get notice- true get of Orpha, of Orpha, that she was uh we'll say it in a nice right, way, promiscuous. Right. Anything else? And was the father of Goliath and All she right. no became the, the poster child life. for you wickedness. Thank you that's that's what Jewish history says about Orpah but what does Jewish history say about Ruth they hold her in great reverence the virtuous woman okay well okay first Corinthians 16 15 I beseech you brethren Ye know the house of Stephanus that is the first fruits of Achaia and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints man the house of Stephanus made the book because they addicted themselves to the ministry they were and the point i'm trying to make here i'll just i'll just get to it key point number 3 if there's two groups okay if there's two groups those that walk in truth and those that do not choose the right group your choice it's not fatalistic it's not like a thousand choices there's there's two groups those that walk in truth and those that do not. So you get to, with your free will, put yourself in whatever group you want. Okay. I rejoice greatly. We talked about that. That I found of thy children. We talked about that. Walking in truth. Okay, let's, let's get into this. Walking in truth. So this walking spiritually, it's how you live your life. Okay, and you're gonna, you're gonna walk. There's no refusing to walk. Okay, so you're gonna eat, you're gonna sleep, you're gonna dress, you're gonna spend your hours of your day doing something. Okay, Nobody gets to do nothing because you'll just die real soon. So you, you're going to walk, you're going to live your life a certain way. The question is, are we going to walk it in truth or not. So I, I've been really focused on my healthy diet lately. So I did that podcast, and it's like there's like a lot of people listen to that everywhere I go. It's like, oh, I listened to that postscript you did on on stewarding our physical body, and so now I have to actually do what I said, or I'm a hypocrite, right? So I put it out there. This is what I know to be true about our physical health from God's word. And I can't just now disregard that and not live according to that. Or guess what? I'm not living in truth, am I? Okay, so to illustrate this point I'm going to eat. The question is Am I going to follow the mind diet, which lowers your blood pressure and pre- helps prevent Alzheimer's, dementia? The mind diet, M-I-N-D. You can check it out if you want. Am I going to follow that diet or am I going to eat how I want to eat? Okay. Because in my flesh, I, I don't like the mind diet very much. All right. So Wednesday, we, we had our staff prayer meeting last week, and this is a silly illustration, but all that's left in the kitchen is fried chicken. Okay. That's all there was. Otherwise I'd have to go across the street to the grocery store and buy something or find some other source of food. Okay, I've got two options. Am I gonna follow the mind diet or am I gonna eat this fried chicken? It's, it's a simple choice. I'm going to eat, everyone else is eating fried chicken. So I went across the street, I bought my whole grain bread and my turkey lettuce sandwich and, and okay, you're going to live your life. You're going to do something with your hours. The question is: Are you going to walk in truth, or are you not going to walk in truth? And it's really so simple. Sometimes I think we make it very confusing. Okay, so so let's. We have the truth. We're going to talk about that in a second. So what does that mean? Look at Ephesians. Uh, look at Ephesians chapter four. You got to turn there. Ephesians chapter four. I'll wait for you. Okay, not really. I'm not going to wait for you. Ephesians 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. See, the Jews had the law. Real quickly, the Jews had the law, so you just didn't eat lobster. You ate what you were told to eat. You wear what you were told to wear. You do what you were told to do. OK, and so that it was really simple. Every aspect of their life was governed by the law. The Gentiles just did whatever they felt like. So Paul says, don't walk like other Gentiles walk. Don't just do whatever you feel like. In the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God to the ignorance that's in them because of the blindness of their heart. And, and, and he goes on and on and on. And what he gives us is some principles, but then also some do's and don'ts. Here's a principle in verse 20. You have not so learned Christ. What do you know about Christ? What was he like? Okay, live like that. Was Christ a glutton, Chris? No. Okay, well then, should you be glutton? No. Okay, does that make sense? Principles on on how to live and how not to live. Put off, verse 22, the old man. Verse 23, be renewed in your mind. Those are principles that guide us. Okay, we start to get into some specifics. Look at verse 25. Put away lying. There's a don't. Don't lie. (laughs) Did Jesus lie? No. Should you lie? No. Okay, you see that? Okay, so instead of lying, speak truth. Man, Aaron, your testimony. There's a guy who we've been traditionally enemies with. And the old Aaron would have been looking for an excuse to get him out in the parking lot and get him to throw a punch. The new Aaron's like, man, can I tell you about the Lord and what he's done in my life? And then looking for an opening to, to speak the gospel. Man, what that's amazing. You have put off the old man. You're putting on the new man. Okay, so we could go through that. You can go down and read through that, and what you'll see in Ephesians 4, is that there's do's and don'ts, and then there's how to's and how not to, okay, because you you could, you know, be a Pharisee, you know, you, you could have the wrong attitude and do the right things, or you could have the right attitude and do the wrong things, you know, so anyway, does we, we have the truth, if I'm going to walk in truth, I have to kind of look at those do's and don'ts, and how to and how not to, right, you guys know that, but this last point, next slide here, is to walk honestly. Hey, okay, do you have that? Is, that? is that a slide there? You guys already saw that one. Okay, walk honestly. And what I mean by that, this goes back to what I said in the introduction. You have to live out what you know to be true, even when it's hard, even when your circumstances change. If you don't, then you're not walking in truth. Okay. For us as a class, now, not everybody's going to be involved in everything every day, right? And you have circumstances and that sort of thing. But if we're not making disciples, then we're we're not walking in truth. If we're not praising the Lord, if we're not praying, if we're not doing the things he's called us to, then we're not walking. Honestly, we're not walking in truth. So this last key point, there's many aspects to the Christian life. You guys know, you pray, Bible study and discipleship, body life, spiritual attack, all these different things that you hear about. So someone gets saved and they say, well, what do I do now? Well, you should get baptized. Okay, they get baptized. What should I do now? Well, you know, you should start reading your Bible. Start reading in the book of John or Romans and then we'll get together and talk about it. And they start doing that and then they start praying. Okay, here's the sometimes the key thing that's missing from all this. So pay attention. Some some people... Who have not moved forward successfully in your faith listen to this here's the key you guys ready yeah. simply walking in truth brings all these different areas these different aspects of christianity together in a way that makes it all real and not just religious activity what do you know what has god showed you okay We're gonna talk about how to make a decision and start obeying him in that thing. And what you're gonna find is it requires prayer. It requires Bible study and meditation. It requires body life. It requires recognizing and dealing with spiritual attack. It, It requires your discipleship in order to simply be and do what God has called you to. All right finally the last part of this verse says as we have received commandment from the father well praise the lord okay turn with me to proverbs chapter 22 proverbs chapter 22 verses 17 through 21 Here's what God says to you. You guys ready to hear from the Lord? Bow down thine ear and hear the words of the wise and apply thine heart unto my knowledge. For it is a pleasant thing if thou keep them within thee. They, they shall withal be fitted in thy lips. Okay, the words of the wise. You, you get your heart and you apply yourself to God's word. You're gonna have God's word in, in your, on your lips. Verse 19, that thy trust may be in the Lord. I have made known to thee this day, even to thee. You can trust God. Why? Because he's given us his words. Verse 20, have, I, have not I written to thee excellent things and counsels and knowledge that I might make thee to know the certainty of the words of truth? I don't have to guess what my judgment seat is going to be like. I don't have to guess if I'm going to be caught doing well. Why? Because I have God's word. I have the truth in these 66 books right here in my hand, and I can choose to walk in truth. Now, am I going to get everything? Am I going to fathom the depths of this book? Somebody who's been studying this, who's, let's see. Mike, how long have you been studying the Bible? 30 years? Anybody got more than 30? Bill, how long you been Bill and Paulette? How long you been studying this book? About 50. 50 years. 50, 50, 50. They got 50, 50, 55, 55, 55, 55, 50, <laughs> Has anyone been studying this Bible longer than 50 years? I have it. Okay. So yeah. Bill and Paulette. Am I going to fathom everything that's in this book? No. inexhaustible. It is inexhaustible. I'm not saying you guys that you can understand every single thing that's in this book. What I'm saying is you can look at your life, every aspect of your life, and you can see what the Bible says about that. Let's say you broke down your life into 10 different areas, you know, whatever. Five areas, 20 areas. I don't know, make it complicated. 25 areas, whatever. Whatever however you break down your life, what you do, what you don't do, how you think, etc., you can go to God's word and you can find the what not to do's, the to do's, how to and how not to for that particular area of your life. And guess what? You can walk in truth in that area of your life. Why? Because we have certainty of the words of truth and you can have your confidence in God through faith in him so the bible is god's word we do not guess uncertainly we have the truth we can know the truth and if that's true you guys we can live in the truth you guys with me so far okay all right so before we break up into small groups let me close with this might be one of those fake endings like eric does with the songs pastors do that all the time okay in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 2, we read that it's an 11 day journey. Hey, it's 11 days from where you are to the promised land. How long did it take the nation? 40 years. Okay, I'm looking around the room. Some of you don't have 40 years, some of you might not even have 11 days. <laughs> 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 okay. So here's here's what you want to do. Okay. Are you still in Proverbs? Look at Proverbs chapter three, verse 26. I'm sorry, Proverbs 4 26. Proverbs 4 26. Okay, and you guys can just keep this open for your small group time. Proverbs 4.26, here's what it says. Ponder the paths of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Okay, so you're not going to take your small group time and be able to divide up your life into 20 areas and find book, chapter, verse, and all those areas this morning. But here's what you can do. You can decide, yes, I'm going to do Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26 with my life. And I'm going to be like Ruth and not Orpah. And I know I'm not going to do this perfectly, but I am going to establish my ways according to God's word. I'm going to do this by pondering the paths of my feet. And I'm going to walk in truth. Now, look, again, I'm not going to get the whole Bible down, but I am going to follow the Lord. I'm going to walk in truth and if we can do this with diligence and and i would just recommend here talk about it are you going to do Proverbs 426 if so what is the current area that god's working on you on i know for me it's it's diligence so i'm i am studying through the book of jeremiah cuz he was diligent he was decisive he just got her done and So that's what God's working on me on. And guess what? I'm going to keep working on it with diligence until I get it down. So what is the thing that God is showing you? And do you have book, chapter, verse so you know how to walk in truth in that area? And then the last thing is this. You guys, our whole church is structured for you to move forward in your faith. We didn't structure this church to hold services. We didn't structure this church to grow into a big church. We structured this church to make disciples, to train leaders, so we can send them out and reproduce this church, you know, reproduce a disciple-making, Bible-believing, leadership training, sending churches all over the world, and that's what we're doing. But the pathway for growth is in place for you guys, so don't disregard that. Did you see Nick Hatton baptizing someone this morning again? Nick's up there again. Isn't that cool? seeing him walk in truth, but that's nothing. Wait till you see dad and mom. You think junior is doing well. We're starting to decide, we're meeting tomorrow. If we can do this with diligence, I'm just so excited to see what God's going to do in and through you guys. It's Exciting. We can do this. So why wouldn't we? Cause lack of diligence okay enough talking you uh, in your small groups go ahead and and, and let's um, work through this in your small groups and then at about five to ten after we'll we'll give a quick report from each group